Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, this time every Friday for the past number of weeks, we've been chatting to some famous faces to reminisce about their summer memories. And of course, today is the end of the summer, the last one of the season. So I'm delighted to be joined by the man of the moment on his 10th anniversary at the station, my friend and colleague, Pat Kenny. Pat, you're welcome to Lunchtime Live. A good afternoon. Just Hi. rushed over from Aviva, where yeah. we were doing the programme to mark course, my 10 yes. years. So glad to be here, though. Yeah, I know. Are you 10 years... Delighted, 10 years, can't believe it, 10 years... All of those things, 10 years... Tell the truth. Cannot believe it, <laughs> uh, but also 10 years delighted. I mean, when I look back on the events of the last few weeks, yeah. so many yes. people say, my God, your timing was great. I know, yeah. <laughs> you got well, out in time. Absolutely. Um, listen, we're in to chat today, though, about your summer memories. Um, and Pat, there's, off, there's loads that I know about you, because obviously every day after your programme and before I start, we have a few minutes and we have a, you know little chat about what's going on in the world and sort out all the wrongs. But there's loads I don't know about you. Your first summer memories, what are they? Uh, My first summer memories uh, are not necessarily of holidays, of just long summer days. I lived beside the Phoenix Park. My father worked in Dublin Zoo. Uh, So we had all of the acres, not just the 15 acres, but the hundreds of acres of the, the Phoenix Park as our playground. In terms of holidays, though, we used to rent a house in Rush from a Mrs. McCann. Now, you've got to think back a long time. Uh, no water in the house, no running water. So we had to go down to the end of the lane where the house was and pump the water from a public pump and carry it up yeah. in, in buckets every day. There was an outside loo, um, which did work. I mean, it flushed and all of that. And I'm not sure where the water for that came from. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, those are my memories always of a summer in Rush, uh, trying to learn to swim in the harbour, all of those things. How long would you spend in Rush? Two weeks. Two weeks. But my father, year. because he worked in Dublin Zoo and summer being a busy time for the zoo, he wasn't always there with us. He'd uh, sometimes after work, you'd come down, Almost. take the bus, the number yeah. 33 bus, all the way to Rush and spend the night with us and then take the early morning bus back uh, to Dublin Zoo. And then sometimes he'd get a few days uh, with us and uh, we had great fun. But I do remember one particular incident. He had taken a few days and he told the zoo, I'm you know, gone for four or five days. Out of office. I want to be with my family. And um, there was no phone in Mrs. McCann's house. And one day, a young fella came running down from the harbour bar. And he said, is there a Mr. Kenny here? There's a phone call for him in the harbour bar. Brilliant. So he went off to the harbour bar and um, Dublin Zoo wanted him. There'd been a terrible accident in, in Dublin Zoo. Commonly, the younger elephant had fallen into the moat. And they tried everything to get, they had the vet, they had all the other keepers and assistant keepers uh, trying to get the the small elephant out of the moat. So my father had to get on the number 33 bus, journey all the way into town, then uh, the number 10 bus up to the Phoenix Park, then walk to the zoo and find the elephant house and there was Comely at the moat. Did he get him out? He looked at Comely and Comely looked at him and he said, get up out of there. <laughs> and Brilliant. Comely climbed out of the Oh, moat. fantastic. <laughs> Listen, your best ever summer holiday. Where was it? Oh, um, best ever summer holiday. I think when I think back to my single days, my young days, uh, I was working as a student, as a, a trainee engineer on the pipelines in the UK. They were laying down... Uh, the feeder gas mains from the North Sea and I was working on feeder main number two and I was living in Cambridge uh, at the time 
And I got this thing, be in my bonnet, about going to see the Rock of Gibraltar. I was fascinated by uh, the, the placement of this yeah. rock, the fact that it was a British territory, really surrounded by Spain and across the water there was Morocco. So I booked myself a student flight to Gibraltar, all on my own. Student own. flights. Student flights, yeah, in those days, and found myself on the rock. And, uh, you know, if you're going to ask me about a piece of music that I associate mm. with summer holidays... I remember being in a, a bar and uh, the main drink of the day was Watney's Red Barrel. Don't know even if the drink exists anymore. Was it an ale or what? An ale, yeah, yeah. Watney's Red Barrel. And I was in this bar and I had a pint of Watney's in front of me and on the jukebox came a song that I'd never heard before. Hey Jude by the Beatles. <laughs> and all day long, for as long as I stayed in yeah. the jukebox, that was the only song that was played. Hey, just that. Just that, again and again and again. People loved it so much. They kept putting their money in and playing Hey Jude. And it's a seven-minute song. So, yeah. Uh, but still, Past quite remarkable. The then I went off to Morocco. That's where my, my real memories, yeah. um, I suppose, of an exotic holiday begin. Went to Casablanca. Uh, I teamed up with an English bloke and we kind of, the blind leading the blind, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we made our way to Casablanca. Um, and so disappointed. I'd seen the movie. Expected exotica. No, it was an industrial port city, a boring kind of an old place. Um, So on to Marrakesh and that's where uh, my memories of of something utterly different were born. Very different to Rush. (laughs) Very different uh, to to Rush. Um, Went behind the Iron Curtain, myself and a a pal, Tony Frost, he's he's no longer with us. We drove across Eastern Europe uh, behind the Iron Curtain, Absolutely fascinating place. Oh. I remember we arrived in Prague and we were looking for a, a B&B or a hotel or something like that. And uh, we went to the tourist office Yeah. and the guy looked at us, you know, and there was clearly a resentment. We, even though we were poor students or post students, but poor enough, um, we were, I suppose, examples of the decadent, wealthy West. And said to the guy, we're looking for a hotel, looking for a place to stay. And he said... The city, it is full. (laughs) And we tried to, what, the city, it is full? Yeah. (laughs) The city, it is full. There is a trade union congress here. The city, it is full. So we slept in a park. Moved on. on. And moved to Bratislava. Did you ever work during your summers, Pat? Every summer. What kind of, in the zoo or? No, um, worked as a schoolboy in Hodger's Photographic Laboratories. Oh, uh, processing films and printing uh, end prints, as mm-hmm. they were called at the time, uh, they'd come off the machine in a big roll and we'd chop them up, chop, 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 chop. And we used to have races with each other to see who would chop. win. Yeah. yeah. And butcher the prints as well. <laughs> do you have, now when you holiday, do you, you tend to go to the same place a lot of the time, don't you? You've, with I the go family to Portugal the because yeah. uh, it's my favourite place for a restful holiday. Why? Well, because I know it so well and we keep going back to the same place, the holiday begins literally as soon as you land. Um, you, you know where you're going. You know, you know what going. you're going home to eat. Home. Yeah, so it's totally restful. I do enjoy uh, cities, though. Um, you know, recently uh, went to Prague, but I suppose the most memorable holiday of recent times, yeah. moder- modern times, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the all the girls, Kathy and Christina and Nicole, and myself went to Venice. Lovely. And that was just such an incredible experience. I'd heard everything about Venice. I thought yeah. I, I knew. I'd seen the, all the movies where Venice was featured way back to um, a movie called Death in Venice. 
uh, and all the thrillers that have been set there in the meantime. But it still takes you by surprise, takes your breath away. Yeah. Um, uh, the smell is what struck me when I first No smell it. when I was there. Really? Uh, the waters might have been well up. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't summertime. I know in the summertime the lagoon can get uh, a bit stinky. Yeah. But uh, it was uh, very nice. Now, even the off-season, <sighs> jammed. Yeah. I was thinking it must be one of the safest cities in the world <laughs> because if you were going to be mugged, the muggers couldn't escape. I know, <laughs> There's yeah. There's too many tourists That's true, actually, yeah. It's so, so busy. Do you have, like, is there a dream holiday destination you'd love to go to at some stage? Like, where is your win the lotto kind of holiday spot? You know, you'd say the Galapagos, uh, but no, because I, th- I don't think people should be going there. Right. You know, even though I'd love to go yeah. there. Um, in terms of other places, I've never been to the Far East. The farthest I got to was Sri Lanka. I- I'd like to go farther. Um, where exactly, I don't know, but I'd just like to explore that region. Yeah. It's... Um it's very warm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been around a little bit of the Middle East. Era. Well, it's more so the Middle East than, yeah, but it's it's very warm. The heat. If you're if you're somebody who, if you don't like humidity. Yeah. Well, I lived in Atlanta, Georgia for a year. And, uh, then you're fine. That tended to be quite uh, humid and hot. And the pattern was extraordinary. You get it in the tropics generally. Um, in the evening, it would lash rain and you'd have, often have thunderstorms overnight and then the mornings crystal clear mm. not cool but just pleasantly warm uh, first thing in the morning then the humidity would build during the day and eventually you have the downpour again and clarity and yeah. what I liked about that it was the predictability of it I mean I know you go to weddings very regularly <laughs> and it's a lottery it's a lottery in Ireland you yeah. know will the sun shine will the rain hold off what's it going to be like I know. often those kind of bad days make for great memories though at the yeah, same time totally do you have a favourite person to holiday with? Uh, the, the missus of course yeah um, uh, she's a good adventurous spirit my uh, first holiday with her uh, was in Crete Along with uh, Jerry Ryan and his wife right. and Dave Fanning and his wife. Was that a sort of a mad holiday or? That was, that was an intensely mad holiday. Yeah. It was just a, a terrific holiday. Yeah. But uh, obviously she's from Bermuda. We've been back to Bermuda um, a few times and uh, the girls have been there. And uh, that's it's not quite a home from home because yeah. uh, um, only some of her relatives are still living there. But uh, again, a fascinating place. Yeah. Never been. You'd recommend Recommend. Yeah. It's it expensive, but then compared to Ireland, you know, well, maybe sure. pe- places are not that expensive anyway. Do you have three things you can't holiday without, Pat? Ooh. Um, I remember when I was in Hersonosis in Crete, uh, travelling with a pal of mine, uh, Brian Kennedy, and um, we learned kind of by osmosis that something terrible had happened in the world. We didn't know. Um, there were pictures on the covers of Greek newspapers, we couldn't read them. Yeah. And eventually it turned out it was the Chernobyl disaster oh, right. had happened. So um, I think my news feed, I could not go anywhere without my, my news feed. You need the so phone. So the phone. Yeah. Now, what I do when I'm on holiday, I tend to open the phone twice a day. Now, Cathy would keep her phone on all the time. Oh, like that, I would yeah. open my phone in the morning, have a look at whatever messages. At the end of the day, I'd do the same deal with whatever I had to do. But during the day, from early morning to mm. later on, uh, I would keep the You're phone You're not off. listening to us while in Portugal, you No, mean? definitely <laughs> not. The only thing that I was away in Portugal when the Ryan Tupperley yeah, thing broke. I know. And of course, uh, people were calling me and I wasn't taking calls because, you know, I'm on holiday. Yeah. 
but I had to keep track of that saga. Yeah, well, that so was... I, I broke my rule of keeping <laughs> my phone off. Do you read when you're away? All the time, yeah. What do you tend Thrillers. to go for? Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't read history or philosophy, um, page turners. That's what I like. Um, Do you have a favourite holiday song for us, Pat, today? Like what and what does it remind you of? Oh no, it has to be Hey Jude. Has to be Hey Jude. Back to the Rock Gibraltar. Yeah. Pat, it's an absolute pleasure. Thanks a million for coming in and joining us today on the programme. My pleasure, Andrea. Thank you very much. Enjoy the weekend. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.